Can you believe it? The Data Act is more than six years old. The law requires federal agencies to report spending data in specified formats, all in the service of greater financial transparency. So how are you doing? Well, not too bad. For more on the latest check by the Government Accountability Office, the GAO's Director of Strategic Issues, Michelle Sager. Ms. Sager, good to have you back. Thank you. It's great to be here. And you looked at the reports for spending in the fourth quarter of fiscal 2018 and found that relative to the last time you looked at it, more agencies are reporting. Tell us what's going on. That's right. Overall, it's a good news story. There has been tremendous progress since the Data Act became a public law in 2014, and agencies started reporting in May of 2017, three years later. So overall, the bottom line of this report is that more agencies are reporting more data in a more timely way, and the quality is higher. Now, we are GAO, and so it's probably not a surprise that in digging into the details of the data that are reported, we also found a number of opportunities where there can be improvement, so the data are even more accurate and of higher quality going forward. Sure, but uh, just give us the numbers of agencies that did report and how many are still not quite in the corral yet. When you think about the effort required to make the Data Act a reality, it really is pretty extraordinary just based on the size and scope of the federal government. We're talking about more than $4 trillion in federal spending. And in the quarter that we looked at in 2018, there were 107 agencies that determined that they were required to submit data or voluntarily submitted data. So of those 107 agencies, 96 submitted data, which means that there were 11 agencies that had missing data. And that's actually a smaller number of agencies missing data than we initially found as we started working on this particular project. During the course of our review, we let agencies know when data were missing and some agencies subsequently reported their data. So there were some improvements along the way just during the course of this review. And does the data include both contract spending and grant spending? It includes uh, financial, but so budgetary spending. It also includes, yes, financial awards, which are either grants or contracts. So anywhere that federal dollars are spent, it should be shown on usaspending.gov by and large. And then when you look at accuracy, that's where it gets into the deep weeds here. And I just want to read your summary statement. GAO estimates with 95% confidence that between 84 and 96% of the budgetary transactions and 24 to 34% of award transactions were fully consistent with applicable data elements. Translate that for us. Sure. So this is an area where we did see improvement compared to the previous data quality report that was issued two years previously in 2017. So in terms of accuracy, for the budget transactions, as you stated, 84 to 96% of them were fully consistent, meaning that fully consistent with all of the data elements that we reviewed. And then for awards, 24 to 34% of them were fully consistent. Now, that seems like a low number, but to put it in perspective, in 2017, 75% of the budget data were fully consistent and 0 to 1% of the award data were fully consistent. So to go from 0 to 1 to 24 to 34, um, still not where we'd like to be, but that is definitely a sign of progress. 
And again, uh, as we are conducting this work, we're having conversations with agencies about what we're finding and where we see discrepancies. So along the way, we've heard from a lot of agencies that they're taking actions to make changes going forward. And just to clarify one last time, awards means contracts and grants. That's correct. So uh, when you think about procurement, and I know a number of your listeners are part of the procurement community or part of the grants community, it includes both types of those awards. And can you say which one is more fully complete, the grant side versus the contracting side? It's probably the grant side that we need to see more improvement, and this gets into some of our recommendations. Uh, We reiterated some of our prior recommendations and also made two new recommendations in this report. Part of what we found is that there continues to be a need for clarity in terms of what agencies are required to report and how they're required to report it. And so we reiterated those prior recommendations. In addition, uh, this really wonky term, data governance, that remains very important in terms of knowing what For example, individual definitions mean what sources agencies are supposed to report from, and then recording all of that information so that over time, as there are transitions within agencies, as people come and go, you can maintain that continuity. And then when you as a user, whether you're somebody from the federal government, you as a public citizen, a member of Congress, if you go to usaspending.gov, the more improvement we have in the quality of the data reporting, the more faith you can have that what you're looking at represents what it says it is. We're speaking with Michelle Sager, Director of Strategic Issues at the Government Accountability Office. That issue of governance comes up a lot. A lot of agencies are for maybe other purposes, appointing chief data officers. Is that where the governance should be centered around? I mean, how do you establish governance? Who's in charge of it? Well, it's really interesting in that this year, the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act also became a public law in January of 2019. So that kind of added some momentum to efforts that were already happening under the Data Act. And you're right, agencies are continuing to evolve the position of chief data officers, and they're now required to have those chief data officer positions. And we see that effort really being complementary to what is already underway and required through the Data Act, so that as both of these public laws are implemented, there is a lot of momentum. Uh, In fact, there was something called a Federal Data Strategy Action Plan released over the summer, and there's also been guidance for the first phase of the Evidence Act to be implemented. So as these two different uh, but very closely related public laws continue to be implemented, we see this just adding momentum to some very critical issues related to data governance. And you also mentioned that the GAO is concerned with agencies using the particular data standards. I guess originally they were established by the Treasury Department under the Data Act early on. They said agencies continue to differ in how they interpret and apply the OMB standard definitions of data elements. That's deep in the weeds, but it adds up to incomparability or lack of interoperability among results, correct? That's right. And you're right. It is a pretty technical topic. But when you think about if you just Google usaspending.gov, you go to that website and you're trying to search for something for your county or your congressional district, you want to know what uh, spending is occurring there. 
depending on how agencies are interpreting data definitions, what you see may or may not represent the reality of that spending. So, for example, there are some issues that maybe would be difficult to know until the public law is actually implemented, but now we know, for example, uh, the NASA International Space Center. They use the command center in Houston as the primary place of performance. The performance predominantly takes place in space, but space, of course, does not have a zip code. Uh, so that's something maybe you wouldn't know until it's being implemented, but now we know that. And so maybe there needs to be more guidance about how you think about it and where you record something like that. Maybe we should put a zip code in space before China does. <laughs> Uh, there are also, you know, other kind of related issues, something like a watershed for the Delta Regional Authority. That's a big, large, undefined location. Sure. Difficult to establish a zip code or a research vessel, a ship. Is it the home port or should it be something else? And when is the next report due and what will that cover? So we've already started work on another report that will synthesize the results of the reports of the inspectors general across the federal government. Uh, one of our other requirements under the Data Act is to review the Inspector General reports. So that work is underway, and what we'll do there is pull together the results from the IG community. Many of them are already in the public domain. And then two years from now, in 2021, we will update this report that we're talking about today and have another data quality report to see if, in fact, we continue to see greater progress. Michelle Sager is Director of Strategic Issues at the Government Accountability Office. As always, thanks so much. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. We'll post this interview together with a link to her report at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First. Always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.